Hey everyone, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry. And Shauna. And today we are, well, we're just bullshitting today. We're mo- we're, we're going to talk about gardening. We're going to talk about forest gardens. Have you heard about them? I They're love them. They're cool. Shauna's obsessed. Obsessed. But I'm not sure she has a patience, but forest we'll see. Gardens. Is it forest gardens? Yes, gardens. it's called a forest garden. Forest garden. Okay. Stop repeating it. You sound <laughs> Well, I won't say what you sound like. <laughs> um, before we get started, our unusual animal of the week is, it's not that unusual, but it's... I mean, when you type in unusual animal, it comes up. Try it. Guinea fowl. Guinea fowl. So I don't, some people actually don't know what they are. I actually had somebody recently post on Facebook and like they're, they're friends with me. So I'm like, how do you not know what this is? But they're like, look at this weird bird I saw today. And it was like a freaking guinea hen. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> but it was like, and uh, so I, of course, like spreading the knowledge. I was like, that's actually guinea fowl. It's like similar to a chicken. Anyways, but um, weird little humpback dinosaur like birds, really, they don't really have any ugly. feathers on their head. They're not yeah, that ugly. They are hideous. They come in like they they have like the really pretty feathers where they're like the they can be white, but they have like the gray with the little white dots all over. They're cute. Well, and they come in all different. I mean, all different. If you talk to like a guinea fowl breeder, they're like, this one's lavender and this one is lavender with this. And this like one chickens, is gray. Right? Yeah. And you're like, it just looks like a gray bird. It's fine, though. <laughs> we have some really pretty ones. Sherry's kind of in a mood today. Can you tell? I am in a mood. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, that I looks can't. like a gray bird. Give it to me. <laughs> it I'm not ticks. paying any more than $5. Oh, they're um, much more than 5 Right? H- highly unfortunate. But um, highly annoying birds. And that's not me being in a mood. That is my everyday thought of them. Very... I okay. Have you ever heard? If you ha, if you've never heard a guinea hen, you should Google the noise. We should post the noise. I think we have before actually. But they make. I'm gonna try to do it. Don't. You know, you're, I'm gonna, gonna, <laughs> you're going. You're gonna embarrass me and you. <laughs> me more actually. I'm I'm just afraid I'm gonna sound like a kookaburra instead. You're gonna sound like an idiot. <laughs> like. She says I'm just afraid I'm gonna sound like a kookaburra. You're a kooka. <laughs> She's pulling the microphone. We're still sharing a microphone. She's like pulling it towards her. Like, oh no, this is happening. I am, I am a guinea fowl. Embrace it. (laughs) Fine, do it. (laughs) Embarrass yourself. You ruined it. Now you ruined it. You have all this build. I (laughs) I have all this build up now for no reason. Like it was, it was gonna be great. I'm Do you want sure. No, I'm sure. Do you want to try? Uh, no, no, thank you. Hard um, pass. So they're very loud and can be slightly obnoxious, especially. But they that they make that loud, annoying sound to alert for predators. Well, okay. So all of ours, uh, they all hate my husband. I don't know why. And so <laughs> when he gets home, which is weird because he's an animal lover. He's and he's a bird lover too. He loves in chickens, general. Yeah, loves, loves, loves like all birds. And so um. When he gets home, he pulls in and he gets out, and they all like come running over to him, and they all make this. It's so loud, and they all do it at the same time, but they're, but it, obviously they're on different pitches and different different moments. They're making all the same kind of noise. It is insane, and it will drive you batshit crazy, like one hundred percent guaranteed. It'll yeah, it'll drive you crazy. And my husband, he he like you know trying to like, you know get him to go away from him and swishing at him and yelling at him, and they still just follow him down the hill yelling at him. It's the most. They- but oh look, Shauna pulled it up. Here it is. No, this is me. 
Oh, it's going to take forever to load now. <laughs> now Hold on, she's loading. <laughs> That's not them. That's not them. I mean, that. there it is. There it is. That's not even like their full... They can really get going. I don't know. Whoever took this video did a horrible job. Well, this isn't them being like super, super overly crazy. They're kind of just like calling to each other. Oh, there it is. This is our uh, it kind of sounds for pretty in a video. It, it's not pretty in person, though. I promise. See, I could have done that. You could not have done that. You would have slaughtered that, and then you would be embarrassed. I and would it be. I all would be embarrassed. You would be embarrassed. Every, yeah, I would be embarrassed. You're right. <laughs> um. Anyways, but they are great at um throwing themselves into any predator's mouth. <laughs> they, <laughs> they like. There's a coyote. One will just run up. They all start making that noise, and one just is like sacrificial lamb into the mouth of the yeah they're predator. and you know they're awful parents we've had we multiple multiple times we've had um clutches of guinea hens that are or guinea fowl that are born and their parents just like okay well i am done here and they get up and they just like run away and the babies are so tiny much so tinier tiny. than a baby chicken and they're trying to follow their mommy like through all the weeds and the brush and they cannot keep up to save their lives of course so we have to gather them all up and the moms they don't even do anything they just let us gather the babies, and they're like, oh, you're going to take those. All right, cool. Well, one less thing for me to worry about. Yeah, they're they're not like, yeah. yeah. It's psychotic. It's, it's very weird. But it's weird. The, um, they're very good at um, killing snakes. Yeah, they're really good at killing snakes. Like and they and we, have, that's what we kind of have them for. And ticks. Very, very, very good, good at killing with ticks. ticks. Yeah. They um, will even, like, surround a snake, and they're all, like, you know, think yelling at like, it. snake charmers or whatever, and the snake's all pissed <laughs> off, and it's very weird to no, watch. No, the snake is terrified. The snake is like, this is where it ends. Yeah. This is my. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, we made those sound like they're great animals to have. Get <laughs> yourself some. <laughs> maybe 20. You know, maybe if you hate your neighbors, you know. I'm sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you're feuding with your neighbors, that is a thing to get. You 100%. should get those. Yeah. Get those. Yeah. Get those and some donkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zebras. A zonkey. A zonkey. Oh, I do want a zonkey. I do, too. They're so and cute. their noises. I yeah, mean, so wow. You would hate it, though. Um. Well, if it loved me, no, I wouldn't hate it. No, you would. No, 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 I wouldn't. If it, can, Have you seen them, like, call to their people when they love a person oh, and their person comes walking and they so, call and they run over know, and they're making that is. ridiculous noise that they're like, I love this person. Like if that was directed towards me, I I'd know. be like, does everyone hear this? This is no, for me. No, because like this the moment my you're like song. trying to have a conversation with somebody, you'd be like, shut up. Like, what are you doing? Why <laughs> are you just fed you? <laughs> yeah. You'd be pissed. I know you. Don't act like I don't know you. You're all, no, uh, no. Fine, fine. I'm very laid back. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No. I never said I was laid back. Did I ever say I that? I know, but it made no. it sound like that. Like, no, I would love that if they loved me, you know? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, so today, so Sherry and I were talking earlier just about, um, you know, we're planning out our gardens for next year, as most people do around this time. You know, you're bored. It all gets all dark all early. You're like, what am I supposed to do? So we were like talking about our gardens, trying to plan it out, stuff like that. And I feel like we overly focus on like, I feel like the star of the show is always tomatoes. Yeah. So I feel, yeah, tomatoes, um, zucchini, which, which I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not saying I don't want to plant zucchini, right? but I, I feel don't think they like, have to be a focus. Though. Yeah, exactly. Not like a huge focus. And I feel like I focus on bell peppers a lot too. No and reason. hot peppers. Yeah. And most of my hot peppers just go to my bird. 
Yeah, I was gonna say you don't have any really. Well, like my garden is for peppers. my bird, for my and bird. and the, my my daughter's rabbits. That's that's who eats most of my garden. Not even a joke. Hey, no, I mean I have the kale in our garden for uh, our guinea pigs. Right, exactly. Yeah, because like my kids don't really like the kale. Mine will eat it in soup. Well, it is good in soup, mm-hmm. but soup is amazing. So soup is amazing. I love soup. Um. So anyway, so we we're just kind of talking about how trying to like refocus, and maybe this will help some of you guys because maybe you're like stuck on, and it gets kind of not overwhelming, but you kind of feel defeated when something in your garden doesn't do well. So this last year, Sherry still had a great garden, but she's just like you know wants it to be the best ever. And, um, but my garden kind of, I didn't have any zucchini because of the gophers. We are doing raised beds now. Like we just have to, I have to get over it. I'm still going to plant in the ground some zucchini because I still want to feed the gophers. Cause I'm, and then you wonder why you have a problem with gophers. <laughs> well, cause I feel bad. I don't want to take away their food source. You're not they taking away their food source. It. They do not rely they on it. They rely on it. They do not. 100% we, do not no. rely on it. Yeah, no, they do. If your garden was not there, they would not starve. We have, a, we had a They won't find other ways. Yeah, did they, you? Yeah. Did you speak to them? I did. In gopher language? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so it's similar to my guinea hen. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still all very appreciative that you did not try that. I'm kind of mad now that I didn't. Um, <laughs> just like partway through the podcast. She yeah. just breaks into guinea fowl language. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. At the end. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, so Sharon and I were talking about like what else like our kids like to eat because that's like our obviously beyond like our animals like our kids right (laughs) like what do you guys want um and obviously ourselves but I always feel like I'm last on the totem pole for the things that I want (laughs) in in every way shape and form hashtag mom life um so anyway so and we really were like you know our kids eat a lot of freaking berries I know. I I don't, you know, honestly, when we were talking earlier and you said that, it was kind of like a mind blown <laughs> to moment. I was like, oh, whoa, that's weird. Like, why don't I have more berry bushes why? or any at all? I mean, I know I don't have any because of my fucking alpacas, but <laughs> why? A little bit mad about that still. <laughs> why didn't I just plant more, right. protect them, make right. it a big, like a focal point more? Mm-hmm. And versus you like, have that beautiful herb garden area that you could put them in now. Exactly. And it's very shaded. It'd be exactly. perfect. Exactly. So um, I was talking to a friend um, and she lives next to like, um, what are the gardener people called that are like super good at it? Master gardener. Master gardeners. AKA the gardener people. <laughs> it's very like, you know, like master. Like, yes, master. Master gardeners. I always for you know, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I would like that title someday, but I don't think I'll ever obtain it. <laughs> master gardener or garden people? <laughs> the master gardener. I, I don't feel like I could ever be that like focused on something for that long to obtain. You are like, correct. To obtain a title yeah. of that, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like, like, okay, I'm over it. <laughs> um, but so most of the, that master gardener's garden is shaded and for wherever you're at so I know we have discussed this before and I knew this before even you know master gardener or whatever but like where we're we are at in California 
it gets flipping hot in the summer and it's just entirely too much sun for everything for your tomatoes you're gonna have to shade them if you don't have shade near them sherry's tomatoes do a lot better than mine because they are shaded she has far more shade in her garden than i do so i was just like but what they use for shade instead of putting up like sherry has natural shade because you know again whatever she's amazing so she has like trees and and I flowers didn't the trees they flowers were there. growing i know but it was just like how you planned it out like most people when they plan their garden they're like what is the sunniest spot on my property you know and that's what you look for right but right. depending on your climate you have to be very like aware and what you want to plant some things don't want to be out in the sun if you have really hot summers don't look for the sunniest spot on your property to plant your garden so i'm just like refocusing your thoughts not just on what you want to plant like we were talking about like berries but things like berries and um things that can grow up like a vine and travel up some fences or trellises they can be your shade and also your food it is it's like you know a twofer it's a two for one thing yeah which is awesome that's that would be very very cool to have like you know yeah and that's this master gardener they have all of their berry bushes are basically their shade cover for their plants and i know this doesn't apply to everyone because obviously not everybody lives in a climate where it gets hot in the summer um but well and we have that like a really intense dry heat yes it's not like humid there's no moisture in the air but thinking about that not just when you're planning the garden but when even you're planning next year's garden it's never too late to basically make the changes that you want to just because you got really good at growing tomatoes it doesn't mean that you have to grow tomatoes if like you're like okay I'm kind of over it like it's always there's always room for expanding even if you have a small garden so Sharon and I were talking about again that our kids eat a lot of berries like I have a blackberry bush we have a ton of blackberry bushes down by the lake that we go and pick and you know use throughout the year or not throughout the year but you know we'll freeze them or whatever and then use them throughout the year but um i i don't have beyond the blackberries like i don't my raspberries um plant has not produced yet for some reason like this i just well i know why (laughs) i didn't water it (laughs) (laughs) she's like for some reason reason. lame well it's in a spot in the garden where it's completely i (laughs) i moved it away from the garden because i was worried it was going to take over Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it in a spot. And now I'm like, I should have planted it in the garden because I would have taken care of it more. Because now it's kind of out to- in the center of like, you know, where like our um, like flower garden is. Right. Yeah. And I just don't have like a water source that's close by. And so I just don't really think about it. And everything else is like more established. And so I don't have to worry about it. So I just don't go over there and like, I need to water the raspberries. Right. Yeah. I just don't exactly. think about it. So I wish I would have planted it. Like, like I said, like on a trellis going up, it could have been some really nice natural shade yeah for sure so i was telling sherry about this amazing forest garden concept um that i've been hearing more and more of i don't know if any of you have heard of it but basically you can take however much land i think most of the time it is at least a couple acres um but i think people i've heard people do it like in their um like an urban forest garden too but i'm doing like air quotes but nobody can see them um (laughs) but you basically kind of it's it's definitely takes a lot of patience which is not my strong suit and um, you go around during the season and you look at the land that you have and you see where the you know rain will pool where you get a lot of water where you don't get a lot of water you watch for where the sun hits and how much sun gets on different parts of that land you just have to kind of see where everything is and then you kind of plant but you plant knowing that you're not just feeding 
yourself, you're going to be feeding the wildlife too. That's why I really like it. I think it's cool because it's like very, you know, symbiotic like relationship between everything. And then the plants that you grow, so you grow different things, like you grow trees and um, bushes and lots of berries. And then you grow the things that you would see out in the wild that grow very easily. Like when we walk, we take our little walk down to our lake, like there is wild mint and there is, um, you know, the blackberries. There's like lots of different things that we can, there's even grapes, um, the wild strawberries. There's so many things Mm -hmm. that grow or would grow if you allow them to. Yeah. The word you're wanting is indigenous to the area. Well, some things aren't indigenous. Well, but indigenous enough or, you know, they have been trained over many. Yeah. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But so it's sprout all on their own. That that. Well, yeah. Know, to, most, more or less is indigenous. But and then the different plants like help each other. Right. Right. Exactly. This is so. This would be a a, a long process. This is not something you're going to have done in a couple months, or even for like next season. Like you could right. definitely start it off. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, starting and but with the um with the idea that this that you're you know you're in it for the long haul. You know, you're in it for like yeah. This is I'm planting these fruit trees and I I might see fruit in five years. You know what I mean? It, Depending on your fruit tree, and then. Obviously, the other things are, you know, would take a little bit shorter amount of time, obviously, to grow and give you food and fruit, vegetables, whatever, you know, herbs. But it's yeah. a lot of prep work. Exactly. But, but the cool thing about this is that once you're done with that prep work, you don't how we slave in our gardens like all summer long. You know right. how we're I in know. there. I know. And, you're and I think, honestly, that's why I feel like I'm really burned out after like a certain amount of time. Yeah. And it, honestly, when... When winter hits and the garden starts to die, I'm like, good riddance, <laughs> you son of a... You know what I mean? Just like, I freaking... Y'all burn it! I, burn it all! I hate that garden. Yeah, By yeah. the time winter rolls around, I'm just like... It's overwhelming. I'm done with you. Like, you're dead to me. Yeah. Because it's just... Yeah, it's overwhelming. I feel like I put a ton of effort, a ton of work into it. And then, you know, I feel like I don't actually get a ton of... I know you were like, Sherry's garden is amazing. And Your she garden got, is amazing. No, no I yes, just. Yes, it is. She, you have a very big family. You have a very right. large no. family. Yes, and, yes. And on top sure. of that, like, you, it's not just you on the property. So it's you and your five kids and boyfriends and girlfriends and lots of friends that come over that you feed on a nightly basis. You know, our parents, like, they, everybody lives together. So it's not like, so for the the garden, the size of the garden that you have, yes, you do very very well. You don't give yourself enough credit. I guess I just yeah, it just doesn't give See, us enough. My garden we is huge, bigger garden. and I'm like I feed it most to the gophers. Very depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the gophers aren't depressed. No, very fat and happy. Um, anyway, so but with the forest garden, once you once it's established which again takes a lot of time, but once it's established, you really only have to maintain it like for the first few years, like once or twice a month. And then after that, once it's like really established and just growing, because you just don't, you don't have to go in there. You're not, you're not pruning. You're not making sure like everything takes care of itself. It kind of will start like, you know, growing where it wants to grow and doing its own thing. You kind of just let nature like take its course. It's really beautiful, actually. I really, really appreciate the idea behind it. I I can't envision this. Okay, so in the in the summer when my the only thing on the property that is green is the garden because I'm watering it, everything else is dead. Like it is brown. So I'm really I'm not really envisioning this as far as like how would it survive if I was only in there like a couple times a month. 
I don't know if it would if it would work for this area. Is my point mm. not to be a mm. damper on your you are though amazing forest garden plants. <laughs> um, I just can't envision it. I mean, everything well, is brown. Well, that's why I think when he uh, obviously the shade plays a well, not major just, role. Well, yeah, not just the shade, making though. sure there's adequate shade, like plenty, so that things aren't drying out. But, I suppose. Well, you know how I was talking about how near our lake, a lot more grows. And near, well, yeah, like, it's near effing near water. water. So, like, if you, you, you guys have, I guess it's a seasonal no, creek. Seasonal. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, even what, hooking up some water or having like a water source near it where you, that yeah. you could, like, you know. I just feel like it's a really good idea. And I love the whole and like using <coughs> indigenous plants because, you know, why not? Like, okay, right now in my garden, do you know what I have an abundance of? Weeds? Mallow. Uh, Mallow's great. That shit's growing like crazy. It freaking loves it in there. It's just, it's, it just goes crazy. It's amazing. And I love it too. And I plan to utilize it, a lot of it. But I, so I love that whole idea of like using indigenous plants that grow here naturally. Well, and um, even things like that, people don't realize a lot of those weeds are useful. And so instead of ripping them out, or burning them to the ground, <laughs> you know, you can like the mallow is a very simple plant to pull up by the root um, it, and use it. You can use the root, you can use the leaf, you can use all of it. So like things like that you should ha- definitely have in like something like a forest garden. Yeah, exactly. Like um, like actual like medicinal like uses. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It just sounds cool. And even if I, like, I'm not saying I'm going, like, full-fledged, like, forest garden, but I think, like, having that concept in the back of your mind of trying to not fight against. Right. Yes. Yes. Not fight against things. And instead of yeah. having things so manicured, Be you know. Be more zen. Yeah. Just more just like, okay, yeah, you want to grow go there, you the, should grow yeah, there. Yeah, go with the flow. I hate, like, it's just who I am as a person. I know a lot of people love, like, you know, manicured lawns and yeah, it's Little not my thing either. And no, it's not things my thing all either. like hedges all cut like all perfect. Ew. I don't like that. Yeah, no. I love things looking like they're just growing. Like I mean, our gardens are very crazy. Are and wild, very wild. <laughs> wild gardens. I would like. Not. I I'm not very. I'm not super into pruning, which is probably why my tomatoes never take off as much as they should. Because like I know you should prune your tomatoes like a right. lot. Uh, <laughs> I know you should. I just don't like to. I like letting things kind of do what they will. Um, I want them to be themselves, okay? They have and their And they're own. like, help me. I can't be myself without you. And they're like, no. I, you, you can do this. I believe I in believe you. I believe in you. The gophers believe in you. We're all here for you. <laughs> I believe in you. The gophers think you're delicious. It all works out very, very well. I, I like, honestly, though, like, so the portion that I had, like, deer fenced off, we are going to make that, like, our container garden, if you will. Like, above, like... Like above ground garden, above like, ground, like beds and beds, containers, yeah. right? Exactly. It's, it's definitely happening because I would like more f- of the food that I put well, so much just work because, into. You know, just because your stuff is in like beds and containers doesn't mean that it has to be super, super, like at all, um, like you know, kept all tidy. Like it can be crazy. No, and no, wild, no. You know? and it definitely will. It's who I am as a yeah. person. But <laughs> no, I I want to do more of like the forest garden. You know where we have most of our like flowers and. The rest yeah. of our garden, yeah, yeah, that's not like deer fenced. I want that to be the forest garden, yeah. But I was just like, how you were like, it needs like a water source, and I was like, oh, so you were kind of enlightening. <laughs> oh, water, mm, but I have a lot of like, we can hook up 
water yeah, lines. Yeah, well, and, and honestly, obviously, if you know, you do what you have to do. Like that guy you were telling me about that had that huge forest garden, mm-hmm. he definitely doesn't live in Northern California where we live. 100% he does not live where we live. Maybe. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to say a hard no. So my point is he probably lives somewhere where it's super Oregon damp. Oregon or Washington. Seriously, right? And they probably have amazing forest gardens. Because you could have an amazing forest could, garden in right? Oregon it's or Washington. It's all freaking like Jealous. rain all the all time. All the time, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, not as much here. Yeah, if you didn't though, I mean, easy to hook up. I mean, just because you have to hook up water, my point is it doesn't mean it's not a forest garden. That's my point. I don't know. Your sure. dreams are not dashed. I think they are a No, bit. they don't have to be. Dash dreams. <laughs> Never making a guinea hen sound. Never having a forest garden. It's a very sad day for uh, two me. Two dreams dashed in 20 minutes. It's a shame. Um, I am. So the, thi- so the thing with the forest garden, though, too, is that how you let it grow, you like the animals can come through and eat what they will, and you still have plenty. Like, well, beyond that. Well, you have to plant But plenty. yeah, but like how, but, but like getting to yeah. that point of having plenty, like do you fence it beforehand? To get to yeah, that point, it right, has to be exactly. established. There has right? to be established. They can't just come in and like demolish it because then right. there's nothing then there. There will be nothing there. <laughs> so, I mean, for us, we are putting in a deer fence around our whole entire property, and I feel bad. You should not feel bad. The deers are just going to decimate everything. Don't feel bad. It's dumb. No, I feel bad. And it's when like I, I went on, bad that I have dogs I, that chase them away. Like I don't feel bad. Not one little bit. Get, get out. Go. 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 Go someplace else. Well. I do feel bad. And then I went on to our homesteading page, you know, to ask about like, you know, fencing and different like, you know, whatever, because I was we were looking up researching like what would work for us. And I was asking if anybody had any deals, you know, how you do. And um, this one lady was like, or you could just not fence your whole property and still let the deer come on and, you know, and eat what they will. Like they need to eat somewhere, too. And I was like, well, you're right, lady, that I don't know. Like. <laughs> She made She's a very not right. That's ridiculous. A valid point. And so then I brought it up to my husband, you know, and I was like, well, like, maybe we shouldn't fence off the whole thing. Maybe we should just do partially. And he was like, no. He's like, no, that's ridiculous. He's like, stop it. He's like, anytime deer come on here, they have the chance of getting taken down by our dogs. And he's like, right. And then you're protecting them. In essence. And he's like, and where, how, where our property lies, there are two different roads. So they have to cross a road to get to our property. So he's like, you're just saving. So he like talked me into being like, you know, no, we're saving the deer by not letting them on our property. <laughs> I agree with him. And so anyways, I still vacillate back and forth because I do feel bad. I want, I don't want them to be like, you know, you can't come here. <laughs> Well, they can't, and <laughs> it's fine. Believe me, they are not offended. They can go someplace else. Because I was thinking about, space. remember when we had those two little baby deer down in the lower field, and they're like itty-bitty newborns, and we're like, oh, my God. Like, we're never going to have that again. Or that deer that had her baby behind the barn. Those Didn't are... both of those mommy deers try to, like, stomp your dog or you or your small child? Yeah. We're never going to have that again either. <laughs> I think we're good. They're protecting their children. Yes, good, good, as they shall, but protect them someplace else, not <laughs> on my property, and not from my two-year-old yeah, child. that one mom was, remember? Okay. Like, River was terrified of deer for, like, years after that. Wow, okay. Traumatized. Shauna would rather traumatize her child than keep the deer property. That's, <laughs> no, that's the just, mother she is, everyone. I'm just saying I want to live <laughs> harmoniously. You, you, it doesn't, it doesn't, no, I'm sorry. Harmoniously and an angry mother 
animal. This is not mixed. I'm sorry. Unless they're a chicken and you can just kick them away from you. Well, as of right now, everybody has talked me into deer fencing our whole property. So if you you guys have any input and you would not like to her. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I'm the mean one. (laughs) Okay. When I say don't do something, don't do it. When I, she is the mean one. When I say that though, I'm like, she's the mean one. She's like, I'm not the mean one. You're just like mean behind people's backs. I'm mean to their face. I'm like, I don't know if that's better. It is better. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm honest. For you. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But anyway, so we were just, so today was our whole point was just to give you guys some more perspective why you were, or while you were planning your gardens for next year. Yeah. And just, you know, to be like. A little bit more open-minded, a little bit more if you have been feeling defeated by your gardens, there's always other ways. And don't feel so stuck on just planting the basics, right? The tomatoes and zucchini and the bell peppers. Like, you know, broaden your horizons, you know? Like, think outside the box a bit. Exactly. And all, you know, research some medicinal, like, herbs indigenous to your area. I promise there's a shit ton. And that you're not even realizing. You're probably pulling them up. You're probably trampling them, like thinking they're just random weeds. And I, they're not. I promise you have something on your property growing that is good for you. And um, well, and, yeah. that, and that you can that eat. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm know? saying. Edible. Like not just, not just like medicinal stuff, but things that you can make like salads out of. And right, stuff like that. exactly. Obviously, we always say this, but make sure you check for any poisonous plants or look like poisonous plants in your area before you eat anything. Okay? Be smart about it. <laughs> We're not responsible for you. If you die. (laughs) Make good choices. We all have choices. So we could choose to look up medicinal plants that could kill us or we should we could not. Don't just grab something green and shove it in your mouth. It's never the way to go. (laughs) Um but yeah, like Sherry said, like kinda trying to broaden your horizons and and we are too. Like we're focusing more on things that our kids want to eat. Again, we do use a lot of tomatoes. Like, I'm always using diced tomatoes, tomato sauces, like, a shit ton. The thing is, I couldn't grow enough tomatoes even if I wanted to, like, for the size of my garden right now. I know I have a very big garden. Oh, no, but there's no, yeah. There's just no yeah. way I could I grow. I could grow it for you. You could grow. Yeah. You could grow it. But there's just no way I could. I would have to, I would have to, like, double the size of my garden, like, the, the part that's, like, chain link. I would yeah. have to double that space, sure. which is a very large space, but... I mean, I have, you know, there's a, there's a crap ton of people on the property. Yeah, but like the things that I, I also want to, the other reason I was wanting to deer fence our property. So we had planted like 20 fruit trees when Ronan was born and we only have about nine left because of the deer. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're impossible. And And they're just little devils. Like they're just going to take, take, take. You give them an inch, they want a mile. Like they're they're like the effing gophers. Yeah. So I, I do want, I. My kids do eat a lot of fruit, a lot of like fresh fruit. Yeah, you're mumbling again. You're doing that thing where you don't open your mouth to talk. Okay, so my kids eat a lot of fresh fruit. Is that better? Enunciate Enunciate. Um, And so like just having the fruit trees in here, not in here. Sorry, I was looking at Jelly chasing the fly. You had fruit trees in here. (laughs) I'm tired. It's late. Sherry made this podcast really late today. Whatever. Like a weirdo. This is your fault. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You wanted to unload all the wedding stuff out of my car first in the light. It was your choice. Choices. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to unload it in the dark. That's also we definitely true. definitely would kill ourselves. <laughs> no podcast for you. Um, 
So yeah, so let us know what you are planning for your next year's garden. We are going to try to make some amazing diagrams so you can see what we are planning. Sherry's really good at diagrams. Am I? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm better than me. Well, (laughs) no offense, but that is not saying much. I have my skill set. Giddy hen sounds. (laughs) It's on the top of the list. And then it goes, what's the other thing that I'm really good at? Feeding gophers. Yes, and the deer. Uh, yeah, so we all but have our skill diagrams sets. Diagrams are not one of them. <laughs> not on the list. And she's fine with that. Yeah, I am. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I will live. I have my skill set, and I'm good. <laughs> oh, my gosh, but, you're so um, funny. Thank you guys for joining us, as always. And be sure... Ah, I can't speak. Be... <laughs> Sure. See, I'm trying to enunciate now, and you're confusing my mouth. <laughs> you're such a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> she can't even speak. She's laughing so hard. You can't you say sure. Yeah. It's my because, fault. Because you because don't ask you to announce Yeah. Okay. And I can't. Okay. That's really funny. It's very, 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 very funny. Oh, my God. Um, anyways. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to rate our if you could if you haven't already rate our podcast on Podchaser. that'll be on our captivate podcast site it'll be in the show notes and spread the love share 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 if you haven't already with family and friends and comments questions about forest gardens about anything really gardening leave in the comments you can email us our kind of homesteading.com um i'm sorry our kind of homesteading at gmail.com and you can always find us on facebook and instagram for any questions and comments So other than that, we will talk to you all later. Happy homesteading. Goodbye.